We are live here at the Bernie Grant Art Centre in Tottenham for a very special episode of the TBC podcast brought to you by GRM Daily, hosted by myself, Michael Payne. And Rene. And um, yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a very special episode because we've just um, had the privilege of seeing the film Hard Stop, which is about the, um, the, the, the events in light of Mark Duggan's killing at the hands of police officers. And uh, we're sitting here with two of the stars of the film, Marcus and Curtis, and also the director of the film, George. It's a pleasure to have you with us, gents. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, spirit round of applause, <laughs> as tradition states. What, um, we, we've kind of heard your your opinions on the film as we've we, as we've been listening to the Q and A, but we've got the luxury of getting you out here on on your own and uh, just to kind of uh, chop it up about it. And uh, I personally, like I said, I, I spoke, I briefly addressed you in the Q and A and thanked you for humanising them for for people at the end of the day, get, giving people a, a deeper insight into what it was like to be friends with Mark Duggan on the streets in Tottenham. Broadwater Farm and that. And I think it was very important that you were both seen to be very, very conscious of the effect that you have on your community, the effect that you have on your friends and, and, and your children. And uh, basically, like, how, how, do you, how do you feel like th that you were portrayed in that film yourself, personally? And that's, that's, that's to you, Marcus. How do I feel I was portrayed? Um, I don't really know how to answer that. I mean, like a friend of Mark's, isn't it, I suppose? Sorry? A loyal friend of Mark's, mm. I suppose. And um, do you, you know, like I said, you, you stress that you take risk, but you assume some of the responsibility for, for what happened. And, and like I said, your actions kind of changed the landscape of the UK for a few days. Um, and you're, you know, you're still here and the country's still here trying to find an answer. Um, as to why Mark Duggan was killed. Um, do you feel like you're sort of any closer to finding answers? Do you, you know, uh, his mum stated that there's going to be no um, quitting, there's going to be n nothing, nothing's going to be, nothing's going to, that you're not going to stop until you find the truth. Um, do, you, do, you, do you feel like you're sort of any closer to that? Not really, no. Sorry? Not no. really, no. And I think... Obviously, like it's like these things kind of tend to repeat themselves after after twenty, thirty years. I mean, like thirty years ago or so, um, I was four years old. That's when obviously Cynthia Jarrett was killed. Thirty-four years, well, not even thirty-four years. Um, how old? How, how old was mum and dad? Oh, our mum. No, how old was when Mark got shot? How old was he? Twenty-nine. Yeah, so Mark was twenty-nine when he when he got shot. You get me? But it's like nothing doesn't really change, and I think. The police are gonna be the way they're gonna be, and my main my main thing is in order to get change or some sort of justice, is by doing the work myself in terms of reaching out to these kids, reaching out to the community, and making them know that we need to stick together as as a people. We need to correct our children, and we can't allow outsiders to dictate to us to get me how these kids should live. You understand? I mean, they've got parents. You understand? And a lot of these parents. They kind of allow their kids to come in and out of the house, knowing that they're involved in certain little things and don't really say nothing. So it's almost like they're contributing to their negative 
lifestyle, do you get me? So I'm just trying to reach out to the kids, the parents, and to just make them know that, that changes need to be made, you understand? In order for there not to be another Mark Duggan yeah. 20 years from now. And um, when you, when you, because you, you, you have to be candid when you talk to the kids that you're mentoring, and you have to tell them what you've been through. And there's been tension between the black community and the police since the black community arrived in this country. You understand? And there's no way you can avoid relaying that to the youth. Do you, do you, do you sometimes fear that they're just going to hear that, the, that, you know, all these stories, that, which are true accounts, and just think, well, the police don't like us anyway? Is that, is that one of your biggest fears? No, not really. I mean, these kids, they, res they respect... They respect leaders, innit? They respect, they, they respect realness. You understand? In, in whatever form that it comes, you get me? So obviously where I was a man of the streets and I was quite serious in the streets and I've kind of stepped away from that, the kids have seen that transition and they're seeing the achievements that I'm, that I'm making through this film. And it's also showing them that, right, look, you get me? Like if we put our mind to something positive, that like we can achieve greatness. Yeah. You get me? Because I've learned that. And you understand through the help of George you understand? I've learned that. You get me? That it's Would not. Would you say George has served as a, a mentor to you? Yeah, he, he, I, I always kind of address that fact that he was kind of like a mentor to me. I mean, the experiences that he's helping, that he's helping me experience, is helping me. You understand? It's, 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 it's making me see that the world's bigger than just my state. You get what I'm saying? And yeah, man, just put your mind to something positive. Believe in yourself, and you can achieve greatness. You get me? I don't think that your life is just about your estate sitting on a corner doing fuckery, you get what I'm saying? Like, become leaders, man, you get me? Like, do something different, you understand? Absolutely, absolutely. If I could just uh, ask, pose a question to George, what was the, the, the sort of main, the stimulus that, that, that compelled you to make this film? Like, what was the one thing that, because I've never directed a, a film, direct a few music videos and that, and then, the reason is because there's a song that needs a music video to it. But what sort of was the one thing that kind of kept you up at night and really kind of compelled you to make this film? Um, well, <clears throat> you, know, um, you know, we're talking about me making a film and uh, by doing so, humanizing uh, Marcus and Curtis and, um, and by proxy, Mark Duggan. I've got to say what, propelled me and motivated me to keep making the film was really not me trying to humanize them but them being human and yeah. just having that all those that you know all the many dimensions and complexities that make people human and it, I didn't humanize them they they humanize themselves in the film you made they people just, aware were, that they were human yeah all I'm there to do is is, is to record and that's what it's an observational documentary and uh, you know they there's so many things I could talk about because, you know, you might notice in the film there's moments of humour from yeah, these Yeah, there are actually laugh-out-loud moments. Laugh-out-loud moments. And that, you've got to remember, that's just 90 minutes of uh, 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 over 100 hours' worth of material. Yeah. And I saw Marcus and Curtis going through situations that I wouldn't want to have to experience ever in my life. And I saw the full range of human emotions and... and, and uh, including humor and lightness. And I'm looking at it and thinking, how can, how can you find something to laugh about and to find, but they still did. Hmm. So what I saw was a lot of courage in the face of serious adversity. And uh, 
that's something that kept me motivated to make the film, to see what Curtis was going through in terms of just trying to get a job. Yeah. Okay. It going really made, it took such a simple quest and actually, like, for me, it really made it, 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 it broke it down, didn't it? And it broke down all the emotions that you go through because we take it for granted when we go and seek employment. We kind of feel this sense of, you know, self-entitlement really, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's our right to be able to earn money and you kind of take it for granted, especially if, uh, you know, especially if the job comes easily, you know, you're, you're getting a wage and you, you're buying things that you like, you, you, you know, you're kind of um, exposed to all the trappings of the employed life, but then the actual quest to find that job and to see what it's like for a person, because I'm a young black male as well, but obviously I've never been as entrenched in the streets as these two gentlemen were. So even, even though I'm a young black man and there are, there are similarities between myself, Marcus and Curtis and yourself, there are very distinct differences between the way we've all kind of got to the point that we are at now. So I've never really looked at getting a job like the, the way Curtis did and will in the, for the rest of his life probably, you know? Um, so that was really insightful. So every time I felt, you know, this is a struggle and, um, you know, I'm not sure I can carry on with this and maybe might, there might have been a, a feeling of wanting to give up, you know, I just had to look at what was in front of me and what was in front of my camera or the material that, you know, had been shot. And it was always inspiring and motivating because, hey, you know, it's just a feeling of, well, you know, if these guys can, can go through what they're going through and have this much uh, strength of character, then, you know... I need to carry on doing what, what I've yeah. set out to do. Right, okay, cool. So that was the sort of uh, the, the, the driving force once you started um, filming to, to, to carry on basically and complete the film. And um, so you, you, this is the very beginning of the tour. You're touring the film pretty much around the country. Uh, I just missed it at the East End Film Festival. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad I got to see it today. And what, what do you sort of... What are your main hopes for this film? What what do you what do you hope it's going to teach the, the the viewer? If they could, if every if every single person could take away one common message from this film, uh, a hard one. I mean, you know, I think uh, I think it really does probably you know boil down to probably the quote at the end of the film. Yeah, which is a Tolstoy quote. Yeah, you know. Because you, you, you hope they interpret it right, because there was one instance of a lady in there kind of pretty much completely misinterpret. Well, she misinterpreted the, 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 you know, the quote. She didn't misinterpret the quote, but I think she misinterpreted its, its kind of role in the film. Right. And, the, you know, the role of that quote, which is the Tulsa quote, everyone wants to change the world, but no, one's, no one wants to change themselves. It's not to say that this film is all about people on the street who are ultimately are to blame. And if they can only change themselves, then incidents like Mark Duggan's would not happen. That is not the purpose of that quote. But it is a reflection on Marcus and Curtis, and it reflects on them and how they conduct themselves in the film in a very good way. It's also a reflection on the police, based on the statistic you see, and it, it is a, not a good reflection on the police. I would say that if there's one message to people, then it's, hey, you can change yourself, and you, know, you can find the courage within yourself to do what most human beings find the hardest thing to do, which is to change. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
if I could pose one uh, sort of last question to Curtis, because I haven't, we haven't really heard from from you too much. Um, again, just want to sort of um, commend the way you were portrayed in the film, um, and how, how what sort of how, how is life at the moment post hard stop? Um, to be honest, life is is still a struggle for myself. Um, yeah. I'm still obviously working or trying to get work or trying to create a business for myself supporting the family and trying to do the right things by my children um but yeah i mean i'm still struggling i mean mm. it hasn't changed my life if so i could just say yeah. one thing as well and i'm a grown man as well but the most the, the, it was genuinely a tear-jerking moment in the film it was when you got the park ranger job <laughs> yeah no, seriously that for <laughs> me that was an incredible piece of cinema that like yeah, there was that scene was was incredible, man. Yeah, yeah honestly. I mean, yeah. And did, did did that get curtailed? That like you know, sort of working as a park ranger and stuff. And and also that was really funny as well because you basically said, "I like the job," and then like when I like the driving around the park and the open up and closing, but basically everything in between I don't like. So basically, I don't really like my job. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the truth, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the job itself, like I said, I didn't mind doing the driving around bit and the opening and locking. I just didn't like. The clean inside of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, again, it just goes to show that, that as long as you're able to work and willing to work, you know, a job is just a job, really. Yeah. It's a means, means to, to an end. end. Absolutely. I'd like to say so. as well, um, for you lot to come off the road and like go into work and not quit is a very hard thing because yeah, exactly, like, like, obviously, like, we're all from the same course, coming exactly. up, different ends, it's the same thing everywhere. Um, do you? Do you talk to the youth about the road and tell them that like, it's not worth I it? I mean, I mean, even now, I mean, to be honest, like, I'm trying to tell the youth myself, like, there's only two ways out if you're going to choose that life, and that's a, a jail thing yep. or a death thing. Yep. Now, obviously, we don't all want to do, you know, a cleaning the toilet job or anything like that, but still, if you can find something within yourself, perhaps you could be the next owner of a business. Yeah. Mm. You know, perhaps you could then become an artist or you could become something that you are destined to become, but don't follow the fast life or the fast lane, yeah. so to speak, you know, out of, you have to work hard for it, you know, so yeah. that's, yeah. that's all, nah, man. Um, Absolutely. That's very good for the youth to see that, like, you can come off the road and stay focused and get a job regardless of what it is, of like, course. and keep, and hold your pride up as well. Of so, course. Like, I think after look. this tour, if I could just make one last point, I think after this tour, yourself and Marcus will be sort of a lot more well-known, a lot better known, and I, I genuinely think that there is a direct need for people like yourselves as mentors because we've had the privilege of seeing exactly how you left the road life and took the straight and narrow no matter how hard it was literally cleaning toilets yeah, literally, so there yeah. is that truth in that that no one no one can see that on the silver screen mm -hmm. and then go well this guy's only saying this because he feels he ought to like you've actually lived yeah, on both yeah, sides yeah, yeah, of thanks. the law you understand yeah. so I, gen I genuinely hope that you go into that type of thing yeah, thank and you. I, th I think it would be the most genuine thing yeah. it's a high level of admiration to see that that regardless of how far you were, you were still willing to travel to get it. You of could have course. said, like, fuck that, I'm of not on course. it. Of like, course, I could have just slung yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I drove, like, as you saw in the film, 115 miles yeah. every To Norwich. Weekend, no just... one wants to even get to Norwich if it's five miles <laughs> you know away. I mean? yeah, so, you know, dedication's a lot there yeah. as well. So, like, I think that's a very big image for the youth as well. Yeah, and, thank you like, for that. Congratulations yeah. on the yeah, film. Yeah, man. Oh, no. Massive, thank massive you. congratulations. Thank you very much. It's been an amazing opportunity. Yeah, sorry. I just had something as well in, t in, in terms of Curtis in the film and um, you know what you see him doing at the end because as far as I'm concerned this man is a star 
right? And it's so good to see him on the big screen. And I hope that the effect it might have on youngsters is that they see someone who's on the big screen, who's got posters out around the city, who's cleaning toilets at a point. Because even though Curtis might say, oh, well, you know, I hope youngsters might be inspired to do a job. Maybe they might have to do what I've done. Maybe they can get jobs where they run businesses. I think it's important for youngsters to also see that actually sometimes life is a, is, is a um, and getting to where you want to get to is a process and that you have to take steps to get there. You can't just jump straight to something which is sort of quite highfalutin and glamorous. You know, you, you, you sometimes you've got to be willing to do something that you might not want to do or maybe Absolutely. doesn't, you know, look so good. But it's a means to an end. Yeah, those are the real sense, heroes, the people that, that they do stuff that thing. most pe people would see as beneath them. I respect Curtis and Marcus having seen that film more than I respect the notion of the police force. Because like I said, these guys did something that they're taking full responsibility yep. for, yet the person who killed their friend is that no one even knows what the guy's doing right now. He could still go home to his family, still see his kids at Christmas, and like, mm. the pain's going to be there. Accountability and yeah. taking responsibility as men. I, I feel that Curtis and Marcus can come out at the end of that experience and say, we came out as men yeah. and cause, because we took responsibility. We stood up and took responsibility, like mm. you're saying, because like, if, if you do something and you stand up to it, like regardless wrong or right, you're taking responsibility and you can sleep at night mm. knowing that you've done the right thing. But this corporation that's in place and like putting a load of injustice on young black males, Asian males, like it's not right. And I don't know when it's going to change or stop, but I hope like this film will open up a lot of eyes because it opened up my eyes even more. Absolutely. Like, Same. Yeah, Same. So, yeah. With that, I'm afraid we're going to have to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Appreciate thank that. Thank you, gents. Thank you.